Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Ross from my Hammers 11. Hope you're safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware of any time we put new content on today's video. As always, thanks to our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below for your t-shirt, shirt, polo top, all those types of stuff. All designed to be worn untucked. So you can, you know, go to the office, or when you could go to the office, and then go to the pub and it would look, the shirt would look great. And it's loads of different sizes because I know because I've got plenty. So it's all good. Check them out. Today's guest, he's, I mean, he's put ball winning FM. He's, he's a clever boy. He's put his, he's put his Twitter handle, but we, it's Jack. It's Jack. Sorry to hide yeah, behind the Jack. fourth wall. Just Jack. <laughs> How are you doing, Just Jack? Yeah, I'm doing good, mate. I'm doing good. All well so far in lockdown already. So yeah, lockdown 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. How's it, how's it, how's it generally treating you? Everything, life in general, mate? Well, it's it's all right so far. My missus is pregnant, so I've missed a lot of the appointments and stuff. So that's that was a big, big part of like the lockdown before. Yeah. Uh, which is really annoying and probably still won't be able to go to any appointments and stuff. But yeah, it's due it's next month, so it's all like good. happening this this sort of month, like build uh, up to it. December baby. December yeah, baby. December baby. Oh yeah. dear, that's gonna that's gonna cost in a few years to come in it because they want double birthday and <laughs> oh, definitely and Christmas. Oh, I didn't play very well, did you? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. good luck to you now. It's it's a amazing, amazing experience. It changes your life forever. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um although, although a few a few um, extra nights sleep might be <laughs> now. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't change, but uh apart from that, everything all right. Everything yeah, everything you see the world apart right. from I live in Tottenham now, so the stadium oh. is just down the road for me. So that's the worst probably part about being in lockdown because I'm in Tottenham. <laughs> just in general, because I'm in Tottenham, yeah. yeah I yeah. know. But yeah, I mean, me, you know, West Ham are doing all right. They're keeping us they keep us uh, interested, they're keeping us excited, aren't they? So they're it's, keeping uh, us on our toes, definitely. Yeah, they always do. And that's why yeah. I think there's so many bloody YouTube channels dedicated to West Ham because there's always something to talk about. Yeah, you know that's I mean? very true. It's so much. Not always good things, though, is it? Not always good things. No, no. I mean, but we we do nostalgia. We all we're all positive, and I think you've got to be positive at, at this time of the term, time of life at the moment because, as you said, it's so weird at the moment. So that's what we do. We keep positive. And um, but yeah, I mean, could you imagine? You know, I mean, you know, you see, we keep ourselves entertained, don't we? You know, yeah, being a West Ham fan. So you know, I couldn't be a Southampton fan. So. Like, no, what the they're hell doing they, quite well though. Yeah, but what they talk about, you know, there's no, there's no controversy. There's, there's, no. you know, the, the team doing a settled, and you know, the managers finally getting, a, you know, it's, it just seems that I don't know how many Southampton YouTubers there are out there, but I wouldn't. I've, I don't think there's any. No, exactly. I has a guess. There's West Ham's about ten to one of them, definitely. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then clubs seen, run like a circus. That's why. Well, yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah. But uh no, it's all it's it's all it keeps us all our toes. You see, it keeps us interested. It's a soap opera, isn't it? It's always been a soap opera. Yeah, Ever since I've supported them, it's been it's been a soap opera and and that's why I just think also it's just because you know it's 
you know, sort of part of where we come from as a club. You know, it's always sure. a little bit, a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit sort of, you know, dick and dive, dip and dive and stuff. And that's what's the West Ham way, isn't it? Um, yeah, never do things I easy. love West Ham. Yeah, exactly. We never do things easy. That's that's that's, that's the, no, the main easy. crux of the matter. No, nothing's easy when it comes to West Ham. Um, but yeah, no, we should say. And obviously, our season starts on Saturday, really properly. Apparently, you know, with Fulham and then uh, oh, yeah. Fulham, Sheffield United, and Villa next three. And um, we've got to be taking more than six points from them. Oh yeah, yeah, more yeah, than yeah. Six yeah. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. The way we've been playing the last seven or so games, you know, you would imagine that. So, and also it's important with the Fulham game coming up because obviously this will go up, this will go out after the Fulham game. But obviously yeah. then it's um, international break, isn't it? So oh, international break. I hate that so much. That's what you need. That's what you need in the lockdown. Is is no Premier yeah. League football for a week and stuff. That's so uh, there'll be plenty more of my hammers eleven uh, coming up. So uh, don't worry about that. We'll keep you going. And you obviously do all your stuff on Twitch, don't you? All your football manager yeah, stuff on FIFA Twitch. Stuff. Yeah, been doing a uh, football manager and FIFA. So how's that going? Good? Yeah, we're we're fourth in the league on in the career mode at the moment. So it's pretty decent. <laughs> I've um I've never uh, to be honest last last couple of FIFAs I got really into, and then yeah. when it came to lockdown I was thinking here we go here we go here yeah, we go yeah. then I started this and so I haven't yeah. I haven't even bought the new FIFA yet you know what I mean it's like I'm well out so it's like after a couple of months if you haven't bought it bought it there's no point really getting it then is there because like your yeah, old team so weak yeah oh my team is not what I play so oh, I definitely recommend man. getting it when it's a bit cheaper anyway it's not yeah. worth like nah. fifty pounds so. No, it's a lot of money in it. It is a lot of money, yeah. but it is what it is, isn't it? It's, you know, it's entertaining a lot of people at the moment, particularly now. There's nothing decent on TV. Definitely. Well, there's Definitely. loads of good content on YouTube and Twitch and stuff, but yeah, on TV, it's nothing good. So, yeah, I suppose people have to play. We've had, we've had a few guys from you know FIFA players and and yeah. and George who's involved in FIFA as well on the channel, and yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, I've been seeing all the names you've been having on. It's crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty metal. It's been pretty, pretty metal, but it is what it is, and people like talking about West Ham. So. I'll listen yeah. to anyone talk about West Ham, yeah. Jack, to be honest. But uh, and Fair that's enough. a great thing. Um, so, you know, obviously we've got, you know, the game tomorrow, the game on Saturday, rather. And yeah. uh, and obviously we've been playing, obviously, behind closed doors and things like that. When you listen, when you watch the games, do you watch them with the crowd noise or the crowd noise off? Whatever my stream wants to give me, if I'm honest. <laughs> You cheapskate. Wherever the <laughs> well, you know, you got you got a baby in the way. You got to make you got to make you know exactly, mate. And there's no bucks, way I'm paying fifteen pounds to watch West Ham. Nah, on no, a stream no. like on a stream when I paid five hundred pounds for my season ticket. Yeah, it's mental. Like, it's crazy when you think about it like that. But it's like also, you know, I think you can. I think you could do, deal with a couple of pop ups and clicking away yeah, from there, then, then then paying up in it. Yeah. A it's, it's not delay. the problem. Our problem is the the buffering. Oh, it gets me every time because <laughs> I just like I turn it on, I sit down, and then it buffers, and then I have to get back up, keep yeah. doing that, like it all like for ninety minutes, pretty much. It's always I end up if if I ever do it, although I don't condone everyone doing it, but if I ever do it, it's always on my phone for some reason, and oh, then. Really? People always text me, and then you go out, yeah. you, you respond. You have to go back, you have to go through the whole process again. Keep clo- closing all the pop ups. It's like, oh, it's just not worth it. It's, it's so not worth it. it now, I, I plug listen. my laptop into the telly, and then yeah, that's what that I way. used to. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, I used to do that, and it just yeah, it just can't be bothered now. To be honest, <laughs> I'd rather watch watch one of the watch alongs. You know what I mean, like Hammers yeah, Chat or Orange United or West Ham Fan TV, and um, and just watch them talking about it because it's just. It's not even, yeah. I mean, that's at least you like watching it with mates, really, isn't it? Otherwise, yeah, otherwise it's, it's quite a lonely existence, isn't it? To be honest, at the moment, but uh, yeah, definitely. But it's all good. It's just, at least you've got stuff to keep you preoccupied with the Twitch and the and the the FIFA stuff and the football manager. I used to love football manager. We used to like play at uni. Oh, it was like the three of us like in our house, and it's like oh, we should we, we should have read. Really, I mean, you know, we did all right coming out of university with good degrees, but can you imagine what we actually would have got if we'd dedicated more time to politics <laughs> than finding out who's going to get Maxim Zigalco and King Claustrum and Kennedy Bacadoro? You know, some there's some there's yeah. some names, Church, but it was like pro- proper Cherno Sampa, you know, that's like yeah. yeah, but all of them, that was like the first ones to get them. Were they got Maxim Zigalco was brilliant, he was a great, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, back before in the day, as pr- <laughs> proper before your time, Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, so first question I always ask, and eight minutes in, that is not bad for me today, is why are you a West Ham fan? So obviously we were matching today. It wasn't we are matching, yeah. Not you, you, could have, you could have picked any shirt from any shirt, yeah. from your <laughs> eras, and you picked the same one as me today. Um, why are you a West Ham fan, Jack? 
huh, it's the it's the ride, isn't it? It's like being on a roller coaster. It's up, downs, up, downs, and as I said before, it's like a circus because yeah. you don't know what you're going to get sometimes. Yeah, uh, that's why as well. And I just I just fell in love with the club and the fans, especially like the fan base. It was like a family, and everyone was together. Yeah. Obviously, nowadays it's not that like a family anymore because there's a lot of bickering in there. Well, I guess it's I like think, a family. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, yeah, it's even more so a family for the bickering. But I think, I think actually, I think the the whole lockdown thing has definitely galvanised people to you know, become more respectful of others. There's, there seems less in the last sort of few months, less bickering, yeah. less you know backstabbing comments you know when someone says something and someone else slags them yeah it doesn't happen as much i don't think compared to other clubs other clubs definitely no, you know, like true, yeah. fan tv and stuff like that i just yeah, think to be honest we're probably more together than we have been for a long time because we can't go to the pub and we can't go to the boats or the supporters yeah, clubs anymore so but yeah it's and even you know families bicker don't they all the time so yeah, that's it's, exactly, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's even more of a family to be honest but uh yeah, so it was so you so you in terms of why West Ham, it wasn't, was it detect, dictated by your family or whatever, or was it just like sort of? Yeah. Like um, my stepdad always supported West Ham. So yeah. I always had a West Ham shirt when I was a kid. Yeah. But I didn't actually get into football until 2008, 2009, which is crazy. Like I'm 25 now. So it's been a long time since then. And yeah. my first ever game was a cup match against Millwall when we beat them 3 1. And uh, Jack Collinson just played after his dad passed away. Nigeria, that, that was the that was where it all kicked off, wasn't it? Yeah, it all kicked off. So that was my first ever game. Brilliant! What a first game to go to, West Ham Millwall. God, they played for how many years? And yeah, exactly. Oh, it's amazing. And then um, the next season after that, I got a season ticket, um, and then I was going to West Ham by myself all the time. Yeah. So I've awesome. not been, not gone back since, and I've even got a little West Ham tattoo. Fair play. So, yeah. No, I, I've got uh, tattoos or something which I, I would ne- I've just, I'm just can't stand needles. I'll be honest, man. I'm so, so, yeah, so, oh, I'm so phobic of them. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, so much so that I said, I said before to some people, that I passed out my BCG test. You know, that's nothing. Oh. That's just like that's just like a staple gun. You know, like and I passed out on that. So uh, oh. yeah, no, I um, respect for anyone. I'd love to get a West Ham tattoo or one for my daughter, but. No, nah, I just can't do it, man. Just can't do it. I'll, just <laughs> no. paint, I'll paint it on with a, with a it's henna. A lot of pain. It's a lot of pain. Yeah, it's a lot of pain. And um, but it's there, isn't it? You've got you, you said it's going to be there, and you're probably when you have your kids, you probably get your kids' name on there as well, yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. And um, no, nah, it's beautiful. Yeah, but a fair play. Um, I give uh, utmost respect to him when he gets tattoos because I don't know how you could you can cope it, cope with the pain. I too. didn't know I could cope it either. To be fair, I was scared of needles, but <laughs> I still am scared of needles. But this is the only thing that I could handle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, too, too long of the tooth now. I think to do that, but no, yeah, def- but you never know. Who knows? Know. Who knows? Maybe I put it to bucket list. Yeah, change your heart. Maybe I'll just go to, you know, when we can all travel again. I'll end up in, I know, Thailand and then get really drunk and just, just get you one. You know, like, like, fake, like huge one, like, like Hangover Part Two, whatever it was. Um, yeah. that's that'd be me. I'll just go totally the other way. You know, I'll have from having yeah. nothing. I'll just have it all. You know, and then I'll get like, madness. <laughs> exactly. I'll be like ninety-eight percent, you know, the world's most tattooed man after that, because I'll just get the bug for it and that's it. Yeah, it's quite my compulsive side. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see it. We're like, hello, welcome to my Hammers Eleven. Um, yeah. you know, we digress. Um so so yeah, and as you said, once you go, you're hooked, aren't you, really? So that I mean yeah. being funny is you probably went to the one of the most well in my lifetime, probably the most naughtiest games I've ever been to. Um, I mean, I was annoying. stuck in the box next to the police control room. I was in the safest box place in the, in the stadium, to be honest. Yeah. Um, as you said, like there's so much of a subplot with was he being Millwall, Jack Collison's dad dying, exactly. and, and was he? We've had Jack on, and he spoke quite candidly about that game and how he was gonna. There was no, no sort of, no sort of doubt in his mind he was gonna play that game. And it's like, yeah, it was a massive fair game. Play to him. It was and massive. I remember the moment as well. There was there's two moments I remember from the game. There was a Millwall fan in the stand, my stand yeah. I was hitting in, and Jack Collison did like a, a flick over a player and everyone just cheered. 
Yeah. Like, I just remember those two moments so like vividly in my brain. I don't know why. Yeah, I remember because Zavon scored, didn't he? Zavon scored and he went yeah, over and he went over and sort of said into Jack's ear that, yeah, that's for your dad. And that almost, yeah. he almost went then. Um, yeah, God did. bless him. No, he's top bloke. And they're both, I mean, we've had Zavon as well. He's a top guy as yeah. well. Um, and so is Mr. Collison. Um, so, yeah, no, and that is not a bad first game. I must admit, as first Definitely. games go, um, you know, there's some people. Well. <laughs> exactly a win. God, that's a, yeah, exactly. That, that itself is a collector's item. But yeah, exactly. uh, Millwall, you know, in the cup with all those pictures, you must have thought, God, it's like this every week. It's yeah, I must, yeah, I did a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Next there game you play. atmosphere as well outside of the, the ground as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, just like tense and tense, yeah. you could just feel it couldn't you and yeah. uh yeah then your next game is like, like hull and it's nil nil <laughs> yeah literally, <laughs> you know? i literally went to hot that whole game <laughs> it's just like typical like west Ham. that's typical you know from the highs to the lows and uh yeah it's they they, they got you in they reeled you in with that yeah, really good game in. and it's like well, there we go we'll palm you off with what you're going to expect for the next <laughs> 40 50 years now but uh it's one of these things that people blink you know especially some people have been fans for 50 60 years and they they remember the first game and then they just blinked and now they're in 2020 and they've been a season ticket holder for 40 years and, da, 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 and Crazy, mental. absolutely love it and also the foreign ones i love all, last bit to all the foreign based yeah, the, absolute uh, nutters, absolute nutters. Now, oh they are it's just mental i always my my, my favorite fans at the moment apologies to everyone else are the fresno irons in california they oh, are man. mental. Oh, they're really. so mental that they will go, if it's like West Ham Chelsea and it's at Chelsea, yeah. they'll go to the Chelsea bar in Fresno. It's an away game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and they go for, you know, so like, actually, it won't be too bad from this this week because it's a, it's an eight o'clock kickoff. So oh, they'll yeah. be up at about uh, it's seven at the moment. So they'll be up at so be the game for one o'clock. So it'd be nice for them. Yeah, nice for them, yeah. Then I chatted to a guy the other day from Hong Kong who's Hong Kong. eight hours the other way. So, like, that's – so it'll be like well, – actually, that's not too bad either for it. That's like that'd be four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's not too – Four o'clock in the morning, jeez. Uh, and you, would you get up at four o'clock in the morning to watch West Ham? Never. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> and it just – I just that's what surprised me. But it's because I think we're sort of a little bit – Spoiled with it, do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you know, you've been you've been top them. I mean, I live in Orn Church. I live about twenty minutes away. You don't live too far away. You're a season ticket yeah. older, so you know it's like, oh, just you know, it's not so much of a bind yeah. for you. Where I think right. those guys, but the whole, but the, I mean, the Fresno Irons, like the whole family turns up at four o'clock in the morning. You know, the kids they get the bubble machines out, they get all the coloring in, so the kids can like do coloring while they all. Are uh, are watching the game? Oh, amazing! Game, Absolutely amazing. The sooner we, I can go over, I just love to experience a game with him. Just to what see about what's in like. California is that? It's Fresno. Fresno is like the, is, is the, is never the town. Heard of that place. No, I never heard of it. I'll be honest. Until I started, um, until I started investigating the hammers at them a bit more, and yeah, the Fresno Irons. So it's in oh, it's wow. in California. So there's there's a there's like pocket group. Literally everywhere you're going in America, it seems you're not yeah. more than. 30 miles from a West Ham group. Um, crazy. Crazy. I wish I knew about that, like when I went to LA. Yeah, exactly. Ago. Well, I, when I was in, I mean, we was in LA, um, uh, when I was on a couple of, oh, maybe a year or so ago. And I know some of the guys from the Hollywood hammers, they're the ones, the LA Hollywood hammers. And, um, yeah, so I reached out to them and we, you know, they, they sorted me out a night out and stuff, you know, when I was oh, over really? there. And yeah, it's cool. They're cool guys. And everyone, I mean, they're, everyone's really cool. Uh, I mean, as soon as you're West Ham fan, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, when you go on holiday or whatever. And I mean, I always, I always travel in colors. My daughter knows that we travel in colors. And like my suitcase is full of West Ham shirts because if oh, there really? is a West Ham person around the pool, I would have sniffed them out from about 20, 20 yards, you know, and I yeah, could just, yeah, I that and that's well. it. And then, we're, but then my wife's the same, but with crazy people, you know, if yeah. there's someone that's crazy on a bus or on a train, my wife will end up talking to them because they have this sort of, she has this sort of magnetic pull for, well, she married me, but she had yeah. this magnetic pull for crazy people. And yeah, it's, it's all, it's all good. But it's, even yeah. if it's not a West Ham fan, you know, it's like, because so something about West Ham and people, yeah. yeah, but it's something about West Ham where it is, you know, you know, Canning Town Lane as um, West Ham's second, everybody say second team on Amazon Prime. And it's true. Mm-hmm. We sort of still are everyone's second team. And so even if it's a, an Arsenal fan or, a, you know, as you said, a Man United or Rangers or whatever, they'll end up chatting to you because you're West Ham and they, you know, rather than true. you're all right. Do you know what I mean? You're all right rather than yeah. if it's a Tottenham fan, they probably wouldn't talk to a Tottenham fan, you no, know, or an not. Arsenal fan, but they'll talk to a West Ham fan, which is nice. Yeah. Very, very. 
And we've been social distancing for years because we just go, yeah, irons, call yours, and, and do the cross hammers. We don't shake hands. We don't nod. That's all we do. And uh, <laughs> it's all good. I love it. And I love it. Doing this show. Been doing that for years. Exactly. We've been doing it for years. We've been social distancing for years. And and for me, it's uh, when we like doing this show, you're sort of chatting to people from all over the world, all different age groups. And, you know, you just you know time flies and i love it because it's just like yeah. lovely chatting to people and hearing their stories and stuff um and as you said i, I think your i must admit probably your first game is probably up there we've had over 230 probably i can't remember i need to count them up um interviews in five months which didn't do bad um wow. <laughs> but um yeah exactly it's pretty mental but obviously uh yeah that's probably the best first game i think i've ever heard of to be yeah honest. it was it was definitely the best <laughs> For me as well, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I for a better one to go to, and it was just be- as well after I watched Green Street. Oh, brilliant! It. Uh, so it was quite ironic that <laughs> happened to me all the next day. Brilliant! Oh, so funny. No, it's, yeah. I mean, the only other one I could ever think of was someone's first game was against Hull City, but we would beat them oh, comprehensively, right. and it was Steve Potts's goal, and he only scored one goal against Hull City, so that oh, was wow. his. So, but yeah, fair enough. It's, again, that's a shot in the dark. Yeah, exactly. One in five hundred and six games. Um, bless him. Um, right. Okay. Let's let's crack on and go with your hammers eleven then, Jack. So obviously, everyone we've had on the on the channel um, have to give their their hammers eleven. So um, the criteria is whatever criteria you want to put on it. Nothing at all. The formation, whatever formation. The only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. That's the only rule. Okay. Otherwise. Everyone's otherwise alive. We'd have, exactly. Otherwise, we'd have all put, you know, the same bloody people in the team, innit? It'll all yeah, be Bobby, Bobby Moore, Moore and Trevor Brooking and stuff like that. But, you know, we, we weren't around to see them. Even I wasn't around to see them. Um, so they should necessarily be in my 11. That's basically how it all works. So, okay, right. I know you've got it already. I've got my pen on, switched yeah. on. Um, right, let's start in goal, Jack, because in goal's the, probably, usually the easiest one. It's the easiest Who's one for goal? me. Robert Green. Robert Green. Mr. Green. Mr. Green, yeah. What a player as well. Yeah. Had had a howler in him, but most of the time he was a good goalkeeper. Um, I was watching a video in, from 2009, actually, where he made so many good saves in that one game. We won 2-1 against Wolves, I think it was. Is ever Hines scored the last goal. Yeah, yeah. He's um he's one of those players. I mean, I mean, to be honest, goalkeeper is one of the trickiest positions. It is the trickiest position in the game, isn't it? Because yeah, at the end of the day, one mistake and it's gone in the goal. You know, it's like if if Balbrenna does a small back you know, the back pass, which isn't quite, you know, which is the wrong way, and, and Fabianski cleans up, no one remembers about that. No, but if exactly. Fabianski like skewiffs a ball or he flaps and misses, then everyone knows about it. Uh, and uh yeah, he was I think Greeno was probably since so we're probably Fabianski now, but he was yeah. probably one of our most consistent goalkeepers I think I've seen play Definitely. for us. Um, and he's just got a bit about him, you know, he's a bit of personality, a bit of banter. Um, yeah, he's very weird, isn't he? yeah very but weird. we love that. He, yeah, he's, he's not, yeah, he's just very eccentric, isn't he? But he's he's, he's a very different type of person by all accounts. When we've interviewed okay. people, I um, think he's the only I, person that hasn't got a TV in the house as well. Well, there you go. There, there you go. go, exclusive. Um, and I love, and also I love the way that he, um, I love the way that he basically sort of like, you know, still takes the Mickey out himself and things like that. Oh, and yeah, I just, no, it's it's great, absolutely brilliant guy. Right, okie dokie. Uh, Mr. Green is in. Um, what are we playing? Um, what formation are we playing, Jack? We're going three at the back. Okay, three at the back. Okay, so who's your first? Who's your first one of your three, then, mate? Ginger Pele. Ginger Pele, James Collins. James Collins. Let me find him. Goes right in there. Right in there. Top bloke. Yeah, very top bloke. You know we're going to get with him. Solid as a rock, pretty much. Wears his heart on his sleeve. Do anything for the defence. And that's what what I loved about him when he used to play for us. And I'm. We're so sad to see him leave and not even get a testimonial or anything. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's one of those things. I, I mean, I've mentioned it before when it comes to football. Um, there's no sentiment in the game anyway now. Do you know what I mean? No, so it's it probably happens to lots of different players across football 
different clubs. So I don't think it's, it's necessarily a th- function of the club. I mean, you know, God's sake, you know, we were doing, did like a thing about Steve Potts yesterday, you know, Glenn Roder, he was on 499. It was his last, it was Steve Potts's last game. He didn't put him on for five minutes at the end. Oh, Do you know what I mean? I think Billy Bond's finishing like 699 or something like that. Yeah. But it's always happened. It's always been there. That, that foot, the football, the result is first and then sentiment. But you never know. I, I, I you know, I still think when everyone's back in the ground, the way, obviously, when he announced his retirement, he said, you know, I want to wear the claret and blue one more time and say goodbye. It's an easy, it's an easy win, isn't it? You know, yeah, everyone's in the ground, half time or pre-match, we get him on, we give him an interview, he gives a clap, everyone's yeah. buzzing, you know, to say goodbye to him. Well, he gives, it's easy, isn't it? Got to give him a role at the club or some somehow. Yeah, I mean, he's doing these, um, yeah, he's doing these, I mean, that's just the great thing as well, because obviously most of the teams, actually every youth team at West Ham has a ex-professional, ex-West Ham player in the setup. So yeah. we've got Cole, 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 Kevin Keane, Steve Potts, um, yeah. Zavon, you've got Conch doing all the loan stuff as well. I no, think he's he left now. Things. No, he's, he's still doing, no, he's, no, no, he's, oh, he's part-time. He's part-time, oh. Billericke. Um, he, he's doing, he still does all the loan stuff because um, oh, is a, a non-league club really, isn't it? So um, he, oh, still yeah, does, he does all the um, loans. So he goes around making sure the loan players are all right you know like dan kemp and people like that yeah. so keeping an eye on them so no we've had him on no, i did ask him that interesting question, one yeah i thought because as soon as i just saw he's signed for them i thought he's just left us yeah no 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 it's a part-time role that, also i don't think like for the loan things that's a full-time role either do you know no, what i mean because no, just be. going around checking if one's all right you know and whatsapp groups <laughs> and going he, he watches a lot of games goes and watches them play and stuff yeah. when he can but uh all right ginger pele is in who is the second of that back three then jack James Tompkins. James Tompkins. Nice. There he is. So we've gone for another James. Another James, yeah. James Tompkins. Top bloke. Again. Yeah, very top bloke. We'd have him back today. We'd have him back today. Oh, I would in a heartbeat. I just think he's... Uh... Hindsight is a great thing with football. Mm. And as we all know with West Ham, it's even better. So him leaving, I believe straight after we had like two or three defensive like injuries like within like injuries, a couple of weeks yeah. of each other and it's like oh the thing is well, he wasn't even a bad right back as well and no, we needed no, 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 no. right back at yeah. the time because Carl Jenkinson was awful. Remember that but he was he was good the first time weren't he do you remember? Yeah he was good yeah when he was on loan but then when he yeah come back when again, he came he back terrible. again. Yeah and it's funny it just shows you you know we've always had issues with right back and you know, when you have to put a centre back in right back, you know, when you have to put a striker in right back with Antonio, you know, yeah. it's always, it's again, always happened. We had Trevor Sinclair play wing back for a long time. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he played all over his old dog trip. Um, but yeah, James Tompkins, yeah, top proper West Ham boy, one of the academy. And um, you're right, I think he would, he'd, he'd be a shrewd one to get back in. Do you know what I mean? I'm just thinking, yeah. you know, with certain people on the, on the other side before you know very 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 close to retirement say um he's still like a, i still see him very much talking as a west ham boy and yeah, it could be true to, well. yeah it could be true to get someone like him in again just to keep that west ham connection going between the fans and the players you know what i mean so uh who knows who knows and so that's two jameses um yeah. right you didn't put david james in goal you could have you could have no. could have had a hat trick of james's you never um, saw him play but never, I know that's terrible. it that's what i like jack you keep into the rules good man yeah. right okay collins tompkins one more of that three angelo ogbonna oggy oh he's gone for oggy why oggy man i just think he's a great player He's a good yeah. ball, ball player center back and that's what i wanted to bring to this like the, the starting 11 yeah. Someone who's got who's got the like the strength, got the pass, got the big bonks on him. Yeah. So that, that's what I wanted in there. Three players nice. that are gonna give everything at back at the back. That sounds good, man. That sounds good. And you're right, you've got like you've got the the, the blocker, you've got Tompkins is a bit of a blocker as well. And yeah. you've got Bono with a bit of a with a bit of you know, nouse about him in terms of passing. Yeah, exactly. I like it. You've almost fought for it. It's almost like you play FIFA and, and football manager oh, and, uh, and you've sort of that. got that in your mind. So uh, yes, very good. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's your back three. There's your goalie. Um, what are you playing in midfield? What formation are we going in midfield? Well, I kind of got, I just wrote some of my favorite players. Um, yeah. So what he can play center mid, he can play center mid, he can play center mid. Go on <laughs> then, then. All right. 
Go for it. All right, all right. Go we'll go three in midfield. Go on in. Ravel Morrison. Oh, I like it. I think that's the first time Rav's come up. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to type him in. Oh my god. Wow. God, lucky I'm. I'm quite glad to spell. <laughs> um, Ravel Morrison. Now he. Again, he's one of those. It was one of those really frustrating players, wasn't he? Everywhere he's gone, he's shown glimpses and never, never did it. You know, consistently. And I think probably he, uh, us, that was probably the most consistent he's ever been. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like he was. He was like there was a period where he was absolutely on fire. That's all around that sort of Tottenham game, obviously, and around there. So in, so exciting, wasn't he? Such an was, exciting yeah. player. That's why I put him in there. Cause just because of that Tottenham game, man. Yeah. Him as a person as well. I met him once, I think, at the training ground. He was a nice person, like yeah. And he, he was just a great player, like yeah. So underrated for what he did at the time. He didn't get played enough either. I think Phil Big Sam yeah. didn't do a very good job of handling him. Well, I think he had um what's his face? I remember listening to an interview, I think Mark did it actually, Nobe did it, and he said that literally him and it was him and Nolan were like these minders. So they'd like yeah. keep phoning him up and then like, and then, you know, you come into the, don't forget training tomorrow. You know, when you've got to phone someone up, a professional football player, and so don't forget to go training tomorrow. Um, it just sort of shows the man really. But, um, and then it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they wouldn't hear from him for three days. You know what I mean? He oh. just wouldn't hear from him. And then, uh, and unfortunately that, that was always him. And I, and I think they said, you know, we sort of knew that. So we sort of like, just let him get on with it a little bit. So hmm. that is what it is, man. It's a shame because he's so it was such a fantastic player and he he could have been he could have been like our next Gaza. And I never said it, but he could have been. Easily. He, he had everything. And it's just one of those annoying things, isn't it? It's like sometimes when you see a good player come through from the youth system and they just don't push on. And yeah. you don't know why. Yeah, but for him it was up. it was pure attitude, wasn't it? For it's just it just in the right attitude. When he was on it, he said that's yeah. where you stay. When he was on it, he was on it. But unfortunately, he wasn't on it that top, that long enough. So I think it's something to do with his mental health as well. Must, yeah, must I think nowadays it's different. Now is I think nowadays you know yeah. with those types of those types of players, there's there's a lot more there's a lot more sort of awareness about mental health and and impact and of his family as well because obviously he lived in manchester he was manchester mancunian yeah. and lived in london and you know just got in the way of the wrong crowd in man united manchester apparently and yeah, yeah i think he may, may have been handled a bit better because isn't he playing now in some foreign oh, league yeah. yeah i want to see like i want to say that the dutch league or something like that he was he was in the mexican league or he's going to be in the mexican league and uh that's right we're this this is this is live we're going to go and uh we're going to go on to uh wikipedia and find out wherever morris is i've got a feeling because he scored the other day i don't remember seeing it on twitter um so, yeah. but yeah he's an absolute dude um that isn't Ravel Morrison, that picture. Oh, no, I think he is, yeah. I think he is, yeah, he's playing in. Come on, Russ. Come on, where are we? Yes, ADO uh, Den Haag. So that is Denmark. in okay. the in the Dutch league, isn't it, I believe? Wow. In the Elvis. Is that the team that Alan Pardew was managing? I believe it may have been, yes. I believe it may have been. Um, oh, sacked, didn't he? Yeah, it could have been Den Haag. Um I can't remember to be honest. I'm trying to see if there's anything about. Was it Chris Hewton? Was it? No. No, yeah. Pards. No, Pards was manager there. Yeah, he was manager there until April, obviously this year. Crazy. Um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny it's if he was like, there at the same time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would have made sense a little bit, wouldn't it? So, um, but no, unfortunately not. Um, it was he. The current manager is Alexandra Rankovic, as you well know. Jack, I'm sure you know that already. Yeah, so, obviously, yeah, yeah, I knew. I didn't know whether it's how to pronounce it properly. <laughs> I know. Right. Okay. So, Ravel Morrison's in. Who's the next midfielder, then, mate? Mister Scott Parker. Mister Scott Parker, indeed. There we go. Obviously, returning back to the London Stadium this weekend. Yeah. And for, yes, Mister Scott Parker. What can we say about Scott, Jack? What can you say about uh, him? What can I say? He wore his heart on his sleeve, pretty much the whole yeah. his whole West Ham career. Tackles, goals, sweat, <laughs> you name it. He put it in at West Ham, even though he's a Tottenham fan. Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. Or his dad was a Tottenham fan, Tottenham wasn't it? His dad was a Tottenham fan. But yes, um, he, and, and he, that's the thing. I get I get all, all my high horse when we talk about Scott Parker, because obviously people go, oh, he went to Tottenham and he's a Judas. And, uh, and um, you know, we claim West Ham say to you know all our fans 
you want someone who's going to play for the shirt, who's going to run and put the effort in. I can't yeah. think of anyone in the modern day West Ham, like in the last sort of 20 or so years, who's put more effort in than Scott Parker in his game on a game by game basis. Not obviously not, no. not like, but like those three years, there wasn't anyone. He was man the match, man the match, man the match, yeah, hammer of the yeah. year, hammer of the year, hammer of the year. And they got you know, Flower of the year as well in the awards, yeah. didn't he? But when we went down. Yeah, that saves something a lot. Yeah, exactly. You can not like the, the team that's won the league or got into Europe or the guy who's basically had a team on his back for three years, you know what I mean? And uh, uh yeah, he's absolutely quality. <laughs> and I think he's just a nice bloke, and you know, and he seems to be a little bit of a throwback to old school football, mm-hmm. and but with a modern twist. You know what I mean? He's like he's got that sort of workman like mentality, the old fashioned way of thinking about yeah. football. But in a, in a sort of you know a youngish man in comparison, mm-hmm. um, I'd love to see him at West Ham as a manager. Oh, yeah, I would as well. I'm looking forward to seeing what type of manager he becomes over time. Mm, yeah, because obviously at Fulham at the moment, it's not going great. No, but it's where, where he goes on from from there is what I'm looking forward to seeing, yeah. seeing what he can do. Definitely, a bit and of money behind him. Off, he? he does, right. and, and and yeah, I mean we're not having. I mean, former West Ham players or West Ham managers are not having a good time in the Premier League at the moment with Slav as no, well. Um, but, yeah, but Scott Parker, he's just yeah, and I think everyone wants to see him do well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think that's all that Tottenham angst and stuff has gone away a little bit now. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's died, it's died, and people realize they're looking at the history books. You know, not that many people have scored have won three hammers of the year. No, um, who and aren't against Liverpool, he scored and then he ran over to the camera and kissed it like Steven Gerrard. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> total piss take, really. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I love about him. And I mean, even when even when he was going to Tottenham, you know, he played that day, played the day before, didn't he? And yeah, he did, um, yeah. and uh, and scored, didn't he? I think he scored against. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so fair play to him. But uh, all right, Scott Parker is in. Who is next? Kevin Nolan. Kevin mm. Nolan. This is an. I'm, I'm liking this team. I'm liking it's very this team. Yeah, but I've, I, there's, there's, you know, there's bar probably maybe one person on the stick reveal. Sometimes you know, he, yeah, he yeah, it, yeah. you're, you know, everyone's going to put hundred percent in. I was tempted to change Ravel for Mark Noble. Yeah. But I just went with my gut. Went with Ravel, so. That's what I mean, and that and it's your decision. That's what I mean. So someone else yeah. might do noble, you someone else might. But Kevin Nolan, let's talk about Kevin Nolan. Go on, mate. You talk about Kevin Nolan. Well, the amount of goals he scored for us goes unnoticed. I feel, and yeah, what he did as well as a captain. Even though I was frustrated that Big Sam played him off when he was playing shit. Yeah, but I still think he was a good player. And the thing he used to do in front of the goalkeepers when we had a free kick was the best thing ever. Do you notice since he's been since he's been back as as Antonio's doing it now. Yeah, yeah. And and obviously no, Antonio yeah. has a lower centre of gravity. So he's harder to push out the way than Kevin Nolan. Yeah. He's he's stumpier. But uh yeah, I know what you mean about Kevin. Top bloke. And his celebration as well was just class. Yeah. Although again I'm surprised Antonio hasn't done that. That's such an obvious I celebration thought, yeah. to do. I, I think yeah. I think Kevin's got it trademarked. I think that's what it is. I think he's got yeah, that celebration exactly. trademark, and he's so he can't do it. But uh, no, I mean he's he's yeah he's a top bloke, isn't he? and he just and he's, I mean you know he's one of those players. He's he's a bastard player, isn't he? He's a bastard. Yeah, he's our bastard. And he he just and you know obviously with Sam come when Sam came in, it was pretty obvious that Kevin was going to come in, and he yeah. was like the go between between the management and the and the players and by the sounds of it he was a really good club captain and that's what you need and particularly in that sort of environment in the championship everyone's got to come together quickly because if you don't go up in that first season that first couple of seasons you are up shit quick without paddle basically um come up straight away didn't we really we did we did well i mean to be honest we should have gone up more convinced yeah i know we should have won the league four times yeah wasn't it and then southampton and it's like us when we always i remember that was a period where where you know in the premier league the last little few seasons it was like oh if we win today we go seventh and we never won because we never went yeah. never breaking and that was like the championship you know we could have yeah. we should have easily run that ran away with that um that title but again typical west Ham. rather than say rather than say oh yeah we got promoted it was all good we should have won the league should have won the yeah. league you know there's always there's always a caveat there's always like a 
you know, shit sandwich. You know, it's like, you know, that's the bit in the middle. You know, yeah, we won, but we should have, we should have. And we got that tattoo after we won the player final. So, yeah, that was my, speaking of that, was my daughter's due date. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's always a, and I had a really good ticket for the game, like really good. So obviously I went to the game and yeah. uh, yeah. And then three days later when she came, um, we, I I got a picture. I went, I knew where the, where the playoff trophy was. And uh, I I got a picture of her in the playoff trophy at the age of about two days old. So she was already scarred. Yeah, she was scarred, bless her. Um, Right. So we put Kevin Nolan in. As she said, I I just, he was critical for that that period. Absolutely critical for us. Right. So we've got Morrison, Parker, Nolan. Is that what we're sticking for as a midfield now? Uh, I don't know whether to change Noble for Morrison or not. No, keep Morrison in. Keep me. Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, so how, how many is that so far? So we've got one, two, three. So we've got three at the back, three midfield. So yeah. really you should have four up front. And Robert Green. And Robert yeah. Green, yes. Yes. Is that right? So, yeah, three, six, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven, yep. Four so up gonna, front then. Yeah, we're going to go for a three behind yeah. the striker. Three, 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 one. I like this. This is, this yeah. is, this should be, Very we should employ this against, against uh, Fulham on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Okay. Who's the first? On the right hand side, we're yep. going to go Baztay. Vaztay, Ricardo. It's the second time he hasn't come up before, and he's the second time he's come up in about three episodes now. Oh, it must really? be because no, I'm, I'm interviewing guys of a similar yeah, age. You yeah. know exactly. So Ricardo, but let's talk about Ricardo then. He was such a flair player to have in the championship. Yes, and to score that goal in the the final, the playoffs was what a, what a body, what a body. You know, just I know. Like, I mean. I was there. That's that's the, that's the goal map. I was in. I was banging the center of that goal, front row, was, and he's like, yeah, such a. For, me and we we cut from the same cloth. Me and Ricardo are, yeah, yeah, same. But he was. I just remember him just being such a good player, and every time he ran, and I got excited, and yeah, he scored a load, quite a few goals, considering he signed in the January of. Yeah, hit the ground running, didn't he? Hit the ground ground running. running, And it's what you needed because we had quite, you said like Kevin Nolan, Matty Taylor, Jack, quite a workman-like team, you know. And so it was just that bit of flair that we always need at West Ham and um, came at the right time, didn't they? And he brought it to the Premier League a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I don't think he he got played enough in the Premier League. Yeah. And he did score against Tottenham. So that's puts him higher in my books if you thought score against Tottenham. There you go. Ricardo Vazte, God bless him. And actually, yeah, he's coming, he, and actually, cabin conversation yesterday as well in the Steve Potts thing because we're talking about height. Oh, really? We talk, yeah. we talk about how tall people are, and Ricardo yeah. Vazte would probably be another foot with his with his afro if you put it all right oh, up to the yeah. top. I remember that he had the mohawk and then yeah, absolutely awesome. Loved right. it. Yeah, exactly. You shaved off when you get probably yeah. ridiculous. Okay, so he's on the right. You carry on, and man. In the middle, we've got yeah. Joe Cole. Joey Cole. See, the thing with this one, yeah, I didn't know whether to include him because I only saw him towards the end of his career still when him. he came back to West Ham. Yeah. But I just still remember the moment he came on and he just ran past players with ease and he scored yeah. against Tottenham as well, didn't he? I think. I believe so. Home. I believe I can't so. I remember the result, but I think he scored in the last couple of minutes. You'd have to Lucy. check that, but I can't, I can't I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure if if not, what happens is he's, he he's, took his he's, shirt off. I remember that. Was that Tottenham? Was that Man United? I can't remember. But anyway, he, he, but he's he's bound to score against Tottenham sometime in his West Ham yeah, career, but, so yeah. we don't worry about that too much. But yes, yeah. he was. He's just a dude, isn't he? He's just yeah, a dude. He was a great. He's a great, great player. Mm. Um, I, I've always because I obviously I didn't get to watch him when I was younger. I yeah. watched all of his highlights before, and then he came back, and I got to see. See him in real life, which was really good. Yeah, it's a shame that he came back such so late in his career. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because it was like it was almost like the he, he did he bookended his career at West Ham. You know, he started off and he left, and it's like and it's just a shame, really. But uh, no, we're he's, he's still a dude, and you know, he's West Ham, and he talks fantastically about the club. Oh, yeah. He just talks fantastically well when you're um, uh, uh, BT Sport is his analyst BT stuff. Sport, he's so yeah. clever. So clever. Definitely wanted to be involved in our youth team at some point. Or oh yeah, we're not well. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's gone to Chelsea. He's left Chelsea, isn't he? Moment. He's he's doing this year where he's going around, apparently different clubs and learning and stuff. And then he's going to sit on his on his appointment. And oh wow, who knows? Who knows? But that's that's what he said he was going to do. That's before obviously everything came into play. But uh, right, put Vaste in. We put Joe Cole in. There's one more spot in that sort of three. Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's kind of a very. Awkward one for me to say. 
Okay. Dimitri Payet. Do you know what? Everyone says, oh, everyone's going to hate me, but I'm going to put Dimitri Payet in. He's, he's like one of the most, he's in practically every, you know, like, I don't know, 40% yeah, yeah. of people's 11. So you don't have to feel bad, Jack, by putting I'm not arguably bad, the greatest just, football player to ever play for our team. Hard for me yeah. to say after That's the way he treated yeah. the club. Um, and as well, very bad experience with him at the training yeah. ground as well. Uh, like loads of kids wanted to get his signature and he just drove past. And it was just very rude player. But yeah. what he did on the pitch was unstoppable. The mm. goal against Middlesbrough, where he just ran basically through their whole team to us. Twice. To get to, twice to get us a draw uh, was unbelievable. Obviously, the goals he scored, you can't top it. We're not going to have a player like him again. No. No, no, no! You won't. You you won't get that. You you won't get a, a player like that because I just like to say, I just think that he was just a fantastic football player. You know, he was he was the best. He's the technically the best player I've ever seen up at West Ham, um, and probably ever likely to. I don't think we're ever likely to see a Ballon d'Or nominee. During their time, so we, we, we might get a, a 37 year old who was, you know, like Davos Suke type player who was a Ballon d'Or nominee and then he comes back to end his career, you know, that type of thing. But yeah. someone in their pomp to be voted for a, for the Ballon d'Or during their time at West Ham that's never going to happen unless something no. majorly. And it's been Rama. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, that's the type of player. I mean, when you sign a player like that, that's the type of thing in the back of your head. You know, is yeah, he going to be another player? Is he going to be, you know, and, um, I mean, you know, to be honest, I, I I still have a feeling that if if Arnie was still at West Ham, oh, um, he would have pushed on. He would have pushed on a lot more as well. And yeah. um, I wouldn't include him. But... Yeah, again, he's but it's that type of player, Payet yeah. uh, and, and Arnie, and you know, you know, and even when we talk about Decanio, we only got Decanio because he pushed up pushed over a referee, really. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, what I mean, it's like he's always you're always going to have that sort of uh, side to them. You're going to have that genius side. And then you're going to have that kids, you know, throw toys out of a pram side and that tantrum yeah, side. And that, unfortunately, is what you get with those players. You don't get that with a Mark Noble or Declan Rice, but you would get no. that with a, you know, I mean, even with Val Morrison, he's a similar type of ilk. You know, he would yeah, not out to trading and, and go on strike and things like that. He's a bit of a bastard as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's what that's what Pyatt did have. He didn't have that sort of nastiness about him. He was just a f- phenomenal player that everyone you knew regardless of they're a West Ham fan or not, loved him because he was yeah. just like, he, 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 and he made that last season what it was at the bowling. He wouldn't have done, it wouldn't have been that season if it wasn't for him. So he'll always have that in that place in my heart because of what and he, he just did. made the players play a lot better as well. Yeah. So Noble yeah. was at his best and yes. Harry didn't get a cop to England. I have no idea. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wasn't it? But, he, but then he's, he plays West Ham. So unfortunately exactly. that's, uh, that's, that goes against every player. It seems at the moment, like, like Antonio, what? Apart from Declan Rice, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no way you couldn't put Declan Rice in the England yeah, squad, true. but you can easily oversee someone like Antonio for Danny Ings. Do you know what I mean? Or, no, I'd rather put Tammy Abraham. Yeah, yeah. Antonio yeah. And Tammy Abraham is useless. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. You, it's it. There's, there's like, there, there there's options there. There's no real options for a defensive midfield player, a consistent Premier League one. Calvin Phillips eventually maybe um or, he's not or, been very good every time but he hasn't been him. very good he hasn't been very good has he so it's like no. deck, deck, I mean I've said it before I don't think there's anyone better in world football at the moment than Declan Rice in his position I can't not think 100%. of anyone 100%. even like I mean, even Fernandinez at the end of his career Busquets is I mean you've got to think of these yeah, defensive midfield too. players they're at the end of their careers you know what I mean I can't really yeah. think of anyone so um yeah it's um anyway back to Joe Cole Joe Cole is in who is on the right? We're on the right now. No, I've done Dimitri Pyatt on the left. Oh, Dimitri Pyatt. Sorry, my fault. That's yeah, on the right. So who is the who is the last one then? The man himself, Colton Cole. Oh, good old Colton Cole. Where is he? Yeah. Let's just get Colton up. Colton Cole. God bless him. God bless the man. Hi. What can we say about Colton Cole, man? Go on. Oh, he scored quite a few goals, didn't he, for us in the championship season? And he's... Yeah. Dedication to the club has been phenomenal since even leaving. Like he's back now in the coaching sort of set up yeah. a little bit involved with the club in every aspect pretty much. And then he came back again after being released or whatever. So good it was. we signed him twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
even though he did, he wasn't the greatest striker we've ever had. Ever had. No, no, and no. I've no. seen play for us because Arnie is up there for the one that's the best I've seen. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, Cotton Cole was just magic. <laughs> he was brilliant, wasn't he? He was a great player. Yeah, and he was a typical West Ham player. In that he'd have a moment of genius and then a moment of what the hell is he? Does he know how to kick a ball? Exactly. And uh, that's just West Ham. And he's great. He's great around the club. He's he's great on Twitter. He's funny. Yeah, and, you know, as you said, he, he took a pay cut to come to, to play. You know, who takes pay cuts nowadays as footballers? No one no, ever no does. One. So no he's just brilliant. I love him. And, I, and I'm... And, Eventually he's coming on the show. Eventually we're getting, yeah, you know, they're yeah, like so him. busy. I mean, they're all so busy at the moment. There's a trouble, but um, he's he's brilliant. And as I said, he he's one of those players that makes you smile. You know, I think Definitely. of him. I think of him when we, his Blackburn when he scored, he's playing in the snow oh, uh, when he came yeah, off the pitch that. that one game when he was like steam and he you know, steam, the open, yeah. when he was over chuffed and. Him, yeah, sorry like that. And yeah. I just I just think he's brilliant. And uh yeah, and I think with that team, I think you need someone up front just to run about after some pointless, headless chicken yeah, balls. Like, and that's what he much. would do. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think there was this one moment that I remember uh so like a fellow sitting behind me was giving him abuse, saying, Oh yeah. earn your earn your wage and stuff. And then he yeah. scores and then he just points to him. Like and it was just fantastic. <laughs> that was him. That's him. Yeah, And he got all the crap from uh, Chelsea fans last season, wasn't it? Because he was on the watch longer yeah. and he was saying something and he was like, need to get, well, I'm a West Ham, been West Ham player for a lot longer than I was a Chelsea player and you know, they, and they do this and yeah. they work for the club and they play. They're playing. They're playing to him, yeah. Yeah. I like people just like take it back because they must have had it so many, so much, particularly like Colton. He must have had so much abuse that yeah. when, you know, now you can, as long as you do it in a constructive way, I think that's fair enough and make them feel really little by doing it. Why not? Yeah. Why, Why not, man? That's Jack, my living. That's it, man. Lovely stuff. Thank you so much, buddy. Um, no Thanks it's, it's been a giggle. A absolute pleasure. And um, and good luck with the older, old, good luck with the baby and good luck with the streams and good luck trying to do both. Yeah. Thanks, good luck mate, trying yeah. to do you both, man. I'm in the baby room at the moment, actually, so it's quite funny. Oh, well, it's not going to be your room for much longer. I know, I'm used to I know. it. <laughs> you have to move into the garage like I do. Um, I don't even have a garage. <laughs> oh, anyway, Jack, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. And obviously, thank you to everyone for watching. Um, if it's on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. If it's on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, um, Google Podcast, that type of thing, give it a like, give it a share. Um, and from myself and Jack, um, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those yeah. hands. Come on, you irons. Oh, I will yeah. see you again very irons. Come and see, see you again very, very soon. Take care. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.